Thanks for joining in today to the Remnant Podcast with Jackie Wade. And today our topic is God's timing. We're going to talk about one of the important fruits of the Spirit today. So let's get started. And I pray that this will bless you. Thanks for joining. Thank you guys for joining in again today. Again, this is your host, Jackie Wade, and we're going to talk about God's timing. You know, the Bible states over and over again that God in his sovereignty and in all of his powerfulness is in charge of time as he is of all of life. And there is comfort to those that believe in the sovereignty of God. Now, we can be assured that God has our interests in his best interests. For the old entire testament is a preparation, as we know, for the coming of, of Jesus Christ. Prophecy after prophecy tells us of his coming. Isaiah 9 and 6 said, says it something like this. For unto us a child is born, to us a son is given, and he will be called Wonderful Counselor, Mighty Guide, Everlasting Father, and the Prince of Peace. And then when Jesus was born and grew to manhood and began his ministry, his initial message began with the words, the time is fulfilled and the kingdom of God is at hand. Repent and believe in the gospel. See, now it was Jesus way of saying my heavenly father is in charge of time and more than just of time. So a lot of times when we look at God's timing, we see that it is important to understand how um, vital it is to wait on God. We have to remember that when waiting on God, we need to allow God to develop several things within us. So this waiting period, it develops most of all our character. So we got to remember that if we move too fast and and we're not developed as God wants us to develop, This can lead to attacks, spiritual attacks, demonic attacks. It can lead to discouragement as well as a lack of preparedness. So it's important to know that Jesus took time to prepare for God's calling on his life. Jesus was our perfect example of waiting on God. He didn't just arrive, but he stewarded the favor that God had gave him. He he waited on God. See, we need to be content with waiting on God. Um, we need to be patient and, and demonstrate that that patience virtue. Um, but while waiting on God, 
A lot of people will say, well, what am I supposed to do while waiting? Well, while you're waiting on God, serve him. Do those things that will bring him glory in your life. Serve him. We need to um, wait and remember that as we wait, we're honoring God's timing. So don't get discouraged and don't take shortcuts that the enemy will give you. Just like he did with Jesus, the enemy will come and he will look to give you a shortcut through a situation. And that's that's not um, what God wants for us. God wants the very best for us. See, it's like a puzzle full of pieces, right? So when you have all of these different pieces, say you ever did a thousand piece puzzle, you cannot you can't tell um, what the whole picture is going to look like when you lay all of those puzzles out. Uh, and it's just like that with God. It's like God is putting together a puzzle before your eyes. So even though you can only make sense of certain pieces when you start putting together your puzzle, it begins to come together as you demonstrate patience with putting the puzzle together. See, some of those pieces of the puzzle may be uh, dark. Some of them may may be light. So it becomes easy to navigate what areas goes where. Um, and it, it may even be hard to understand or even painful as you try to visualize how in the world I'm going to fit all these puzzles and these pieces into a puzzle. So some pieces you must put aside until other pieces are in place for that puzzle. Right. And I remember as a little girl, I would put puzzles together and I would put all of the bright colors. And I knew if that was a specific corner, I would put those puzzles together and then I would come back later. And it made sense then to add different colors to this puzzle based on what I had already put together. And a lot of times um, that's a big part of waiting on God. So know that whenever we have to wait upon the Lord, it's always for a good reason. And God is working on many fronts at the same time. And you may not know why. You may not know why. But just know that it is working out for your good. Uh, someone said one time that I remember, it says, when you can't see the hand of God, will you trust his heart? When you can't see the hand of God, will you trust his heart? So let me let me remind you that impatience can rob you of your blessing. When we move too fast, when we do things too fast, it's robbing us of our blessing because there's a perfection. There's a work that God wants to do in us. James 1, 3 through 4 says, knowing this, that the trying of your faith worketh patience, but let patience have her perfect work that you may be perfect and entire wanting nothing you must let patience come out of you okay that's so important psalms 41 and 2 says i waited patiently for the lord and he turned to me and heard my cry david was saying this he lifted me out of the slimy pit out of the mud and the mire the merry clay he set my feet on a rock and gave me a firm place to stand. We want God's firmness in our life. We want to be sure. We want to know. And that comes out of waiting on the Lord. That comes out of patience and letting patience have a perfect work in us. Now you may say waiting for God builds. What does that what does that do for us? Well, waiting on God, it builds our strength. And 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 
What is the source of our strength? The source of our strength is the character. It's our character that backs this up. And what is the source of our character? How do we get to having character? It's the process. Character is the process that God's, God puts us through. So what does the process do to our lives? It refines us. You ask, what does this process do to our lives? It refines us, you and I, in ways we could not have been without having gone through the difficulty. There's a process that the Lord wants to take us through. And although it may seem frustrating and it may we may not understand it, like I was saying about the puzzle, there is a process. And it may not make sense in the beginning, but over time, it's working for our good. It's working for our good. Um, so I want to encourage you to stay, stay in the race. Stay steadfast. Psalms 27, 14 says like this, wait on the Lord, be of good courage, and he shall strengthen your heart. Wait, I say, on the Lord. So waiting for God brings also a submission. Um, we have to remember that Jesus submitted to the Father's will for his life during his ministry on the earth. Okay? He he submitted to those things that, that God was his father was doing and, and um putting him through while he was on the earth. Um waiting on God brings stability. And Jesus was the perfect example because when Satan came to tempt him and offered him the shortcut in the wilderness, Jesus knew he needed to follow his father's way. His humility led to the greatest fruit, the greatest fruit. I mean, he, his ministry uh, saved all of mankind to this day. And then waiting for God builds strength. While waiting, Jesus practiced spiritual discipline. He prayed. He took time to withdraw from crowds to refuel his spirit. According to Luke 5, 16, he fasted. And these were vital foundations in sustaining his strength in the Father. He practiced to grow his connection with God. And so while we're waiting, we need to be mindful. And remember that we have to grow our connection with God. We have to have a relationship, a prayer life, a fasting life, bring our spirit, our, our flesh under subjection that God can speak. We can hear his voice. We can hear the Holy Spirit clearly leading and guiding us, helping us to navigate through the devices, the things that may try to come into our path and sway us away, that we will have discernment, that we will have understanding, knowing that he is for us and that he wants the best for us. So growing that connection as Jesus did, we need to do the same and then we got to remember Jesus was he was content with waiting 30 years which really was the majority of his life Jesus served as the perfect example of obedience and patience and so we have a firm foundation thank you father we have a firm foundation knowing that if we would just be of good courage that he will strengthen our heart we have to also remember um, like I said, the source of, source of our strength is our character. 
our character needs to be like Christ. And it's not about us, but it's about him. So as we go through the, the patience walk, as we wait on God, our character needs to become more like him so that we then can give him glory. He can be glorified through us, in us, and people will be drawn unto him. The source of that character, again, is the process that God, he puts us through. God puts us through a specific process. And each one of us may have a different process. But in the end, it's worth it. And what does that process do to our lives? Again, it refines us in ways that we could have not been uh, without having gone through difficulty. And again, nobody likes to go through. I mean, let's, let's be honest. No one, it's not like we want to go through, but when we realize the glory that comes with it, when we realize that God is being glorified and that he takes care of us and he, he sustains us and he, he enriches our lives even the more, there's nothing that says that we'll be rooted and grounded. Patience comes from a deep rooted faith in God and in his word. So you grow in the faith so strong that circumstances can no longer move you. They can no longer move you because your faith is going to be there. And through the testing and the trials and the good and the bad, you're learning. You're learning. You're becoming more like him. And his character defines now who you are. It's no longer you, but it's God. It's the father. God's purpose is not always our purpose. And his purpose always supersedes ours. So today, I want to ask you, are you really trusting in God's timing? Do you know that the devil will try to pressure you with doubt? I know many of you probably already have experienced it. Many of you are waiting. Many of you are praying for loved ones. You are praying for uh, God to manifest things in your life. You've been praying and you've been waiting. Do not get discouraged. I am here today to tell you, do not get discouraged. God is faithful. He is faithful to his word. And we got to remember that the enemy is the father of lies. He will try to deceive you. He will try to put stuff in front of you, things, people, places, and make it seem so nice and so beautiful. Do not get sidetracked. Stay faithful. Stay on God's timing. There is a specific blessing attached to when we stay in God's timing. Have patience. That fruit of the spirit is vital. Have patience. Now, the enemy will cast doubt to see to see if if he can get a place to lodge in your heart. He will try to see if, oh, can I move them to this end? Can I move them to that end? But I charge you today to trust in the Lord with all of your heart. Lean not to your own understanding and in all of your ways, acknowledge him. Know that there is something better working for your good. Now, some people will say, and I've heard this, I'm not a patient person. I'm not a patient person. Okay. And you're right, because you can't be patient by your own efforts. The only way that you can practice this fruit of the spirit is exactly what it says. Fruit of the spirit. It is only through the work of the Holy Spirit, which produces patience in the life of a believer. In 1 Timothy 1, 15 and 16, Paul says something like this. He said, Jesus Christ came into the world to save sinners, of whom I am the worst. But for that very reason, I was shown mercy so that in me, the worst of sinners, 
Christ Jesus might display his unlimited patience as an example for those who would believe on him and receive eternal life. Now, when patience is produced by the Holy Spirit, my my friends, it is displayed in the life of the believer. And it serves as an example for those who do not yet know him. People will say they will they will be uh, baffled or they will they will think it's you and they will say, oh, my gosh, you're so patient. Oh, I wish I had that patience. But don't take any glory for it for yourself. Give it the glory to God. Let them know this patience that I have. It came from walking with the Lord. It came from waiting on the Lord. It came from seeking his face. It came from praying to the Lord. It came from fasting unto the Lord. Give that glory back to God so that he said that if I be lifted up, I will draw all men unto me. So God is patient with us. And Jesus set the example of patience. And patience, again, is one of the fruits of the spirit. And as a believer, We are not to say, I'm not patient. Ah, that's not for me. No, we should exhibit patience. And if we don't have it, we need to pray and ask God to help us demonstrate patience through the fruit of the spirit. Remember, it's not God's will that we um, be in lack, that we do not have, and and that we, we go through it hard. Matthew 11, 29 and 30 says, take my yoke upon you and learn of me. For I am meek and lonely in heart, and ye shall find rest unto your souls. For my yoke is easy, and my burden is light. So we can rest in him. Not our yoke, his yoke, because it's easy. And he said, my burden is light. So we got to remember when we're not being patient, we're not exhibiting that fruit. We're not walking in the Holy Spirit. We're not allowing the Holy Spirit rather to have full reign over us. And we have to pray. There's times when you may get upset. You may feel a little flustered. Well, that's the time then you need to pray and get stay aligned with the Holy Spirit, with Holy Spirit and ask Holy Spirit, okay, take over right now. I need you to lead and guide me. He's a very present help. He's a very present help. So I say to you, how are you handling situations in your life? Are you impatient with God? Do you complain to God and demand that he intervene and remove your trials? You know, because we are human. I ask you that question because patience is enduring the trials that come into your life. Waiting and not murmuring toward God because you know and understand that God is sovereign and he he is still in control. And that everything is working out in accordance to his will, and that sooner or later, guess what? He's going to deal with everything that is is either oppressing you, that you've been praying for, anyone that's mistreating you, he will deal with that. Now, are you seeking God's mercies towards others? A lot of times we often forget that God was patient with us, and he redeemed our souls despite all of the wickedness and sin that we did and still some of us are now doing and will do in our lives we need to be praying to god that he will continue to be long-suffering and show mercy to others especially to those who are treating um us maybe in an evil manner or or whatever case it may be pray for them pray for them pray that god will show mercy towards them pray that their souls will be saved pray for them while you're doing this guess what 
you're increasing that that patience walk. You're 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 helping that time that 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 God has you in that you don't understand. You're help you're helping develop. You're developing now this character that He wants us to develop. Remember, because that's his, that's the strength that we have. We will always go through, but we need to uh in, increase and and learn more and, and exhibit as we continue to do this. It gets better. It gets stronger. It becomes easier. You know, uh, it's just like forgiving. The first time you ever forgave someone, it, oh, oh, wow, I know how it felt. It was horrible. It was like, I got to forgive this person and they hurt me this bad? Yes, you do. You really do. If you want to be free and if you want to continue to live your life blessed, you do have to forgive them. But once you start learning to forgive, it becomes easier. And then you start to see the thank you lord you start to see the hand of god in your life you start to see the hand of god moving when you may get sick then you you're healed you may see there was a lack but now there's an overflow you may see that god is using you to help and and move in in a way that you never thought that you could be used of it's because you demonstrated to him that i'm going to forgive lord i'm going to develop your character I want to be like you. We can't sing the songs and say, I want to be just like him. Oh, I want to be like you, Father. But we don't want to do the work. There's a there's a character that's attached to walking and living the life of a believer. And that character is the one of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Are you being patient with other people? So many times we become puffed up in our own minds instead of seeing ourselves as being superior over others and becoming impatient with those who have not grown in the grace and knowledge of the Lord. We need to continue to humble ourselves instead and become patient with those other sisters and brothers or unbelievers and encourage them in their service to the Lord. Encourage them. Let us be as patient with them as God has been patient with us. Listen. There were times in my life when um, I, tr- you know, I said I believe God, I trusted God, but but I wasn't I wasn't really understanding how patient God really had been towards me, you know, and 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 I'll take this simple example, but I'll tell my children to do something and it would frustrate, I mean, infuriate me. Didn't I tell you guys to do this? I, I said it three or four times through the week. You know, and then the Holy Spirit will remind me, have patience with them. Maybe you need to say it a different way. Maybe they're not getting it through you talking. Leave a note. Put a sticky note up. Uh, Text their phone. Let them know. Remind them. I'm reminding you because there's things I've told you to do and you haven't done them. I've called you to a 3 o'clock a.m. prayer. Are you praying? I've called you to go out and feed the hungry. Are you feeding them? I've called you to pray for your enemy. Are you praying? See how quick that can turn back to us when we allow the Holy Spirit to allow us to see ourselves and pray and ask Holy Spirit to help us to be patient with others, even in our home. Because people of God, it's very important that we demonstrate first in our homes we need to be we need to be 
ministering over our homes, our children, our husbands, our wives. They need to see this in our homes first. That God would be honored and glorified. So I charge you to be patient with others. Be patient with those in even your places of worship. Be patient with them. Pray for them. Be patient. And the more that you ask Holy Spirit to help you see you, the more grace he's going to give you to be patient for others. Now, if someone is listening and you're a non-believer and you have never accepted Christ uh, as your personal savior, uh, you really should be very thankful for the long suffering of God today. Don't you know that God's long suffering is really keeping you from facing his wrath? God is a loving God. Let me let me make that clear because a lot of people like to put God in this position where he's just angry, hateful. No, God is a loving God. He loves us with an everlasting love. He said, I will never leave you and I will never forsake you. So when people say, oh, I need to go back to God. Yes, because he never left you. He's right there waiting for you. And so we need to be mindful of that. If you are an unbeliever, just know that he is keeping you from facing his wrath. Now, your one number one concern should be, are you standing at at eternity's door? And know that you may be required to enter into it at any moment. So I urge you tonight not to try God's patience any longer okay don't try his patience any longer i pray that the holy spirit right now will convict those that are not um, in the body of christ to search your heart search your heart because this is a wonderful life to live our yokes are hard and heavy but his is easy and light i know i'm a witness and I promise you, I have I have nothing to lose. I don't do this podcast for money. I don't do this podcast for listeners. I do this podcast solely because I'm about my father's business. And if someone hears this podcast, I pray that the Holy Spirit will convict your heart, that you will want to give your heart to Christ so that you can see for yourself that he is real and that he has a better way for you. He has a better way for me. And until I tried them, I didn't I, I seen it for myself. I'm living this life. And it's a blessed life. When things do come upon me, he's with me. My battles are hard. I could give it to him. He said, Cast your cares un, um, upon me, for I care for you. There's promises that he made to us. So when you are a child of God, you have promises available to you. He said, there is no good thing that I will withhold from them. No good thing that walk up righteously. That walk up rightly. There's no good thing. Okay. So Jesus said in Mark 1.15, the time is fulfilled and the kingdom of God is at hand. Repent and believe in the gospel. 
Paul wrote in 2 Corinthians 6 and 2, he said, Behold, now is the acceptable time. Behold, now is the day of salvation. Okay? So we think that those, you know, patient jokes or things we talk about could be funny. And the reason that we find them funny is because we can relate. We've been there, right? We've flown off the handle. We've become impatient. But it's okay to joke about patience. But in our joking, let's not take it slightly because some people really struggle with this. And the reason it's such a struggle is because they're working at it with human effort. As I said earlier, this can only be accomplished by the Holy Spirit. Patience will never be accomplished by human effort and self-control. It is only accomplished by God's control. So if you struggle with patience, then your real struggle is a spiritual one. And you need to come and meet the Lord. Allow Holy Spirit to do a work in your heart and in your life so that the fruit of patience begins to bloom and grow in your life. So you ask, how do I gain access to this fruit of the Spirit? How do I give my heart to the Lord Jesus Christ? Well, I'm glad you asked. So now that you're ready to re- to really have that first real conversation with God, this is what we are going to do in a conversational prayer. If you would like today to give your heart to the Lord Jesus Christ, in this conversational prayer, what we're doing is acknowledging that Jesus Christ is God, that he came to the earth as a man in order to live the sinless life that we could not live. And that he died in our place so that we would not have to pay the penalty that we deserve. Next, we're going to confess our past life of sin, living for ourselves and not obeying God. For the Bible says in Romans 3.23, for all have sinned and fall short of the glory of God. I had to say this prayer as well. All have sinned. None of us are perfect. For we was born into sin shaped into iniquity iniquity is the sins of our forefathers so we were all born into sin but when we give our heart to the lord jesus christ we be we have a new life and all those old things are passed away hallelujah and then next we're going to admit we are ready to trust the lord jesus christ as our savior and our lord Lastly, we ask Jesus to come into our heart, take up residence, and begin living through us. And it's no uh, mistake right now that this may be God's perfect timing for you to be accepting to the Lord Jesus Christ. There's no mistake. If you're listening to this podcast, there is no mistake. This is God's timing that your heart is feeling compelled that you hear this podcast and that today, you give your life to Christ. Amen. Now, this all begins with faith in God. The Bible tells us in Hebrews 11 and 6, without faith, it is impossible to please him. For he who comes to God must believe that he is and that he is a rewarder of those who diligently seek him. So when we pray, asking God for the gift of salvation, we're exercising our free will to acknowledge that we believe in him. That demonstration of faith pleases God because we have freely chosen to know him. The prayer of salvation then recognizes that Jesus is the only human who ever lived without sin. For he made him who knew no sin to be sin for us, that we might become the righteousness of God in him. And that's in 2 Corinthians 5.21. 
Okay, so because God could only accept a perfect sinless sacrifice and because he knew that we would not possibly accomplish that, he sent his son, Jesus Christ, to die for us and to pay for that eternal price. For John 3.16 says it like this, for God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son, that whoever believes in him shall not perish, but have everlasting life. My sister or brother, tonight, when you give your heart to Christ, you are setting yourself up for everlasting life. For everlasting life. Okay. And so um, I pray tonight that you will be encouraged. I pray tonight that your mind and your heart are synced as one. As we are about to uh, say this prayer. And after we say this prayer, you will be saved. You will cross over into the family of God. Repeat after me. Father, it is written in your word that if I confess with my mouth that Jesus is Lord and believe in my heart that you raised him from the dead, I shall be saved. Therefore, Father, I confess that Jesus is my Lord. I make him Lord over my life right now. I believe in my heart that you raised Jesus from the dead. I renounce my past life with Satan and close the door to any of his devices. I invite Jesus to become the Lord of my life, to rule and reign in my heart from this day forward. I believe that he died and he was raised. And I thank you for forgiving me of all of my sin. Jesus is my Lord. And I am a new creation. Old things has passed away. And now all things have become new. Holy Spirit, help me to obey you. Come into my life even the more. Teach me and guide me. Lead me. Help me to do your will for the rest of my life. In Jesus' name that I pray. Listen. If you just repeated that prayer, you are now saved. Hallelujah. And the angels are rejoicing. The angels are rejoicing. And so I thank God that you gave your soul to him. I thank God for you now being a child of the most high God. The thing you want to do now, if you don't already have a Bible believing place of worship, I urge you to seek ex-Holy Spirit to show you where you need to be, that you will continue to walk in progressive salvation, that God will use you for his glory and that you will be, your character will become like his, that you will understand it's all about his timing and that you will demonstrate one of the fruits of the spirit, which is patience. We can do it. A lot of us are doing it. So be encouraged. And I thank God for you all joining me today on this time of the Remnant podcast with your very own host, Jackie Wade. I want to pray before we close out. I hope that this blessed you this evening. I pray that you understand that patience is vital. Patience come from the Holy Spirit helping you. You cannot have patience in your own power. Rely on the Holy Spirit. Holy Spirit is always available to help us in our weaknesses and in our infirmities. So rely on Holy Spirit. 
But let's close out in prayer before we leave this evening. Father God, we come to you in the name of Jesus. Help us to operate in your timing. Father, position us to receive your blessings for our life. Teach us, Father, to be patient as we fulfill our assignments and honor your calendar. Protect us from temptations that try to take us to uh, allow the devil shortcuts. For you know what's best for us. We thank you for every promise that you have released over our life this far. But Lord, we thank you for what you're going to do and what you're about to do. You have the blessed plans for us and the right timing for these plans to come into fruition in our life. We choose to not be discouraged in times when we feel that we have already waited too long. For your plans are to prosper us and to give us hope. And so we trust in you. May our dreams and our destinies be fulfilled. Holy Spirit, we thank you now for teaching us and giving us discernment to recognize when we are not totally in sync with representing the Lord in our actions. Help us, Holy Spirit, to rely solely on you and deliver us from any spirit that is opposing or opposite of the fruit of the spirit we call patience. We choose to be patient with ourselves and with others. And most of all, to represent the kingdom of God in all of our ways. We thank you, Father, for watching out for our best interests. We give you praise that you make no mistakes. We bless your name and give you glory for your sovereignty. For you are worthy and worthy to be praised. And it is in the mighty name of Jesus that we pray. Amen. Amen. So thank you everyone for joining us again today in this time of the Remnant Podcast. We pray that this has been a blessing for you and join us again with your very own Jackie Wade on the Remnant Podcast. Be blessed. I love you now. Be blessed.